Hey there, we're back with another episode of Entrust Equipping Leaders. Today we'll pick up the conversation between Lazma Asma in Latvia and Mo Blackman in Canada about the nationwide women's ministry training God has helped them launch in Latvia and how you can be a part of it. Let's have another story. I think I'm ready for story time again. <laughs> and uh, I think, uh, Mo, you hadn't had a, um, mentioned something to me about a, a story about something that happened for you with the Entrust Women's Ministry training. Tell us all about that one. That was in 2018. So we had, it was the fifth year of offering our training. And it was the very first time that we were offering it in Latvian language. So I had the privilege of working together with um, two other Latvian facilitators. <clears throat> and we were offering the facilitator training, the first module. And um, the very first night, as we were praying together, the three of us uh, and preparing our room, to start the training the next morning with nine women. Um, I did something that I, I really stepped on the toes of one of my colleagues um, and really quite deeply offended her, but I didn't realize it at the time. So um, after preparing the, the room, we all went home and uh, she had a terrible night. Um, just thinking about what had happened and you know Satan is very active in these trainings where God is super active and um, so he got in there twisting things and um, speaking lies and anyways so the next day I'm oblivious to all this and we we do the go through the whole training day and it just felt hard it felt stilted and it really wasn't flowing I didn't know why. And um, then at the very end of that day, the lady, women went home and we three facilitators sat down to debrief the day as we do. You know, what went well? What might we do differently? And that was the opportunity for, for my colleague to say, um, you know, I was really hurt by what you did there. And she shared and, oh man, I was just cut to the core. I had no idea, but you know, she was right. I had really been unthoughtful. And um, so I, I apologized and uh, there was nothing to defend in my actions. And, and she forgave me. Oh, still gets me today. She really forgave me from the heart then and there. And um we were able to cry a little bit and hug each other and um, pray. And the next day, it was a totally different world in our little room. <laughs> it was wonderful. And, uh, you know, that was 2018. I have a, a good relationship with her and the forgiveness was real. And uh, the acknowledgement of, you know, um, yeah, just what I had done unintentionally, but still, you know, stepped on her and she realized it, it triggered a lie, a deeper lie in her own life, got triggered by that. And, and we talk about all those things in the second module. And so we were both, we became aware of what was going on. And, you know, my sin was unintentional, but still happened. And um, yeah, so that was a powerful thing. And I, I thought at the very beginning, man, that could have derailed things in a significant way because she was an influential leader really in in Latvia and for the training and um, you know if that offense wasn't dealt with 
it could have affected things quite badly, but God was absolutely faithful to, to take us through that. Praise God. And I love on the, 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 the fact that you both, there was, yes, there was hurt and there was misunderstanding, but there was such honesty and such humility on both sides to acknowledge and to confess and to forgive. And yeah, women don't always do those things terribly well. Yeah, and that really is part of the culture of this training, which I love. Yeah, the humility and, you know, it's a training that offers very practical skills, biblical skills, but also godly character. And um, mm -hmm. that really is crucial and matters and is part of what, what we want to see happen. I want to go back to a question for you, Mo. You had this vision to bring this, this training to Latvia, as we've said. As time has gone on, how... If, if at all, how has your vision changed? I think one thing that, um, that I've noticed that in the beginning, it was those of us within trust who work full time in that organization coming and, um, you know, we're there full time. So we've got time to give and we would meet uh, afterwards and have meals together and spend time, a lot of time following up and debriefing and, um, and, you know, we were there, we were ready to do very, very long days. And, but the women um, that we were training and who eventually have become the facilitators and leaders of it, they're often in other full-time work and doing this as volunteer. And so one way that it, the training has been contextualized and changed in, in a way it needed to was uh, trimming it down a little bit time-wise. You know, we used to do this long slideshow. We took that out. We used to do, uh, we used to have killing prayer, right? Last one. <laughs> what? <laughs> a very long time of laying hands on women in, in a hot, stuffy room and praying and praying and praying until we're just falling down. <laughs> so we, we've, we've taken that out and, you know, made a little more effective. <laughs> And so, yeah, so things have had to change to accommodate the needs of women who are working full-time or taking care of children at home full-time and, um, and need things to be done a little bit quicker, need to catch public transit to go back home to their cities and, and mm -hmm. so on. That's, that's one way. Um, another way is um, the fall training worked for a lot of us, um, but wasn't always the best for for Latvian sisters and so now the training has changed to spring and I don't know Lasma maybe you can say more about that yeah for Latvians summer is very meaningful season <laughs> because then you have sun and warm time and many camps and times with friends and families going swim and so and in that season was very hard to study, to learn, to answer to emails and, and all things what is connected with preparing to training. So in very many times, the woman started to uh, study just in August or September, but uh, training was in October. So we thought that uh, easier for preparing is to prepare in uh, winter 
in uh, dark evenings <laughs> and in Latvia dark in winter starts at uh, four o'clock or five o'clock yes and and uh, so so we change to from fall to spring yeah another thing that maybe changed in my original thoughts way back when was you know I I wondered if the training might spread to neighboring countries like Lithuania or Estonia. And in the early days, I was in contact with people I knew in Lithuania, and we almost had some people coming. It never worked out. And then later on, maybe some people in Estonia, but but that didn't work out. So I realized, you know, those dreams have to be held with open hands and before the Lord and to see how he wants to to move it and change it and grow it and you know we wondered if maybe some of the the Latvian trainers who speak Russian maybe they could help our colleagues in Georgia or the Ukraine mm -hmm. maybe it would move into Russian speakers within Latvia and so yeah all those were were dreams that that haven't happened yet huh. but we will talk about the, the what is next what are the bigger dreams but where would you say the training is now how many people have been through this training in Latvia I understand everything is done in the Latvian language now you don't do anything in English anymore so English speakers have been worked out of a job apparently what, what is the status of it all right now in Latvia uh, for now, we have um, 15 graduates who graduated all courses in those uh, nine years. Yeah, this would be the 10th year for Latvia. But uh, uh, I think some 65 women uh, learned uh, almost one year, like in like FRL or two courses or three courses. Yes. Um, next uh, next year, we would love to uh, offer four courses, and it would be the first time in our uh, history <laughs> and trust history in Latvia. <laughs> we never have so much courses, but we really pray and and hope that God will provide that. Um, and now we have yes, we have translated all courses, but we really. Um, really are hoping to revise the FRL and uh, yeah it has been a some time yeah long time from the first translation so we have about that um, and the part of our work right now is to involve the graduates in process that they are uh, co-facilitating in our trainings and that also is very beautiful when you are really seeing the fruits of, of this work and how God, God blessed them and um, yeah, and to see that they are really, really happy to be there and involved in that ministry and so that is very beautiful, yeah. Plasma also tell us more about your journey, I mean you went to that first training in 2014 where you'd never heard the word facilitation before and so forth. <laughs> you had that thought about woman to woman. And then you went through quite a process and, and you now have, well, 
you're the director of the whole thing for the whole country, I think. Tell us about that. Where, how did you proceed through and land where you are today? Um, yes, in 2014, I took uh, FRL, and then in 2015, DDH in Riga, uh, and then in uh, next year, I needed a DBS, but uh, we have um, in our marriage uh, problems with my husband, who's Rudolf, and, and we worked more on our marriage, and we went to marriage camp, I would say, and different things. So um, I really realized that I can't dig in DPS, and my all thoughts and concerns are about our marriage. So I said to my beautiful, wonderful facilitators in Libya that I wouldn't come. And uh, but they came to in a fall to training and they came to Winspils to me. And that was very, very nice <laughs> time together that uh, we spent uh, one day together. Uh, there were Mo and Sheribon and Trish Barrett and uh, Corey. So and in that uh, day, they offered me to go in the spring and to learn in Eurohub. So I took uh, in 2017, in spring, uh, in uh, Switzerland, in Kilchzimmer, Kilchzim <laughs> I, <took, laughs> I took DBS. And after a year, uh, yes, and then in the fall, uh, we were three uh, girls from training uh, and we didn't have anything to uh, learn in interest training. And then Mo offered for us uh, the first time to co-facilitate. So it was our first experience and I don't know how it went. I think it was terrible. <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry for those girls who needed to enjoy. <laughs> yes. But that was our first experience before um, equipping women to equipping women to serve. Yeah, and so uh, after that first co-facilitation in uh, 2017 fall. Uh, we, I, and both Agnes's from our hub training and Laura, and also together with Mo, we finished together in Switzerland. Uh, yeah, that all and trust training. And in that moment already, and it was in 2018, um, I, I accepted to be a hub coordinator in Latvia. So like together it started I, in this spring, I went in a full-time ministry, I quit my job, I was full -time, in full-time job with kids and so, and yeah, in that spring I um, yeah, quit my job. That was a very big decision for me, but, um, but God's word helped me. <laughs> so I get answers and I knew that I need to do so. For five years, I'm in full-time ministry, and uh, I am, yes, hub coordinator in Latvia and very also involved in my local church. Yeah, so that is my 
way how I am going step by step. <laughs> what would you add to that story, Mo? Oh, I, yeah, that was, that was very special. Um, just when we, when we facilitators drove out to Ventspils to meet with Lasma and talk with her, I just remember connecting with her husband, Rudolph, too. And, and um, do you, is, is, there was one fun part that um, I, I remember him saying, so if, if my wife skips out on one training, then she can get sent to Switzerland to take it there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that, that worked out well. Like it, it pays to skip once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, but I thought it was neat as well that Rudolphs could see how important his wife Lasma was and is to to this training that that she was somebody that that we wanted to pursue really to to continue to train and and then to pass on her learning to others and that also helps me in a way that Livia said that um, she had this feeling from the first year that I could uh, lead this program but she never told me of course that and uh, when I said that I wouldn't come to DBS uh, she said afterwards that she thought, okay, our bird fly away. So this is not like, and, and that uh, helps me that um, God changed our plans and do something. And maybe if I didn't go to Switzerland and to see then trust like worldwide vision and how God works in so many ways in different places and different, yeah, yeah, uh, in, in all world, in the way in women's lives, maybe I wouldn't start to think about, uh, about opportunity to come in this ministry. And uh, that is very good that uh, God sometimes do more and better than uh, yeah, in a first time we are thinking. I think that's a real theme that that I've seen as well, that things didn't always go how we expected they would. Mm -hmm. uh, they never do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> every every change or blip uh, from our perspective is it's a deeper opportunity for us to trust God and to know that he really is in charge. This is his training, his program, mm -hmm. his church, his people. Um, and we really can trust him to keep leading and to call those specific women to study and learn and eventually lead and pass it on to others. And it's often different than we think and always better. Yeah. I remember that training for you was not easy either being the only Latvian studying at the Eurohub. Oh, yeah, it was hard because English were everywhere <laughs> only English and when you are going in lunch or dinner you again are with different people by table and they again okay what is Latvia what are you doing what is history what are you eating and so and so and and then just uh, you're going to room again English training English and so DBS, DBS also are not very easy course so um 
when I all did all speech and then facilitations and all, then there were like last lesson or something like that. And and I remember that um, Sherry Carlson was facilitating this um, lesson and she just asked something to write to Blackbird and I'm just just sitting and I don't understand anything. I don't understand what she wants for me. And all are going to this blackboard and writing something. But I just started to cry. I go away, <laughs> sit on a hill, <laughs> cry. <laughs> because this was like full, 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 full. I can't anymore. I, I can't take anything. And yeah. And then just, uh, yeah, Trish came to me, said, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Just cry out and then let's go back. <laughs> so... I'm glad now we're doing it more and more like for your sisters in Christ now. Everything's in Latvian, so at least they don't have to think in a second language the whole time. Yeah, it is. And that also I experienced as I uh, facilitated DDH, two courses together with Sherry Bond in English. And, uh, and next year I'm doing that in Latvian because we have DDH in Latvian and just, okay, I need to skip half a lesson because they talking so much in Latvian. <laughs> I can't take all questions. What is that? So yeah. <laughs> people just feel free and could say what they actually thinking when it is in their native language. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we all need to speak in our native language when we can. <laughs> so just two more questions, I think, from for both of you. Um, what is the vision now that you both have? Like going forward, you're going to try to offer all four of the Entrust modules at the same time. That'll be a first for Latvia, as you said. Um, that would be in the uh, spring of 2024? Yes, yes. Uh -huh. And then what else? What are your visions and your dreams for this women's training across, across the region? Um. For now, there are some little steps uh, in a way what is our dream. And one of them is that uh, we could equip Russian Baptist uh, women and in a way that not, not involve the, they in our training. It's not our the aim, but more to establish new like hub training just for Russian Baptist women where they would learn in Russian. And uh, we have one wonderful sister from Russian Baptist Church who finished all courses and this year she already co-facilitated and she has this our, our this dream in her heart and so we are just starting to dream uh, how it could happen uh, sometimes and how we can support her or yeah help her in the process or how it could be so that is a one of dreams then um, as uh, and trust training woman to woman are more in Baptist Union Baptist uh, woman uh, like leadership team are making that and putting time and in, like uh, money and different things. So we are mostly um, offering them from Baptist uh, women's 
as we want to in, uh, input to Baptist churches, Baptist women. But we are open also from different churches, different congregations. And uh, this year, from January till now, very many Lutheran women just wrote me, I'm interested when it would be I want to involve. And so that also was uh, one, one new dream that we could um, make uh, like a very big input into pastor wives from Lutheran church. Uh, who would be willing, not for their local church, but just for Lutheran women, because they don't have any any education in Latvia. They don't have conferences. They don't have retreats for women. So for them, this is really new concept. Yes, they have like silent retreats, but it is for every everyone, for men and women. Just for women, they don't have this, this kind of, uh, yeah trainings or, or, or ways so that is again one dream <laughs> yes and uh, and of course we are thinking and dreaming that um, we would have the more uh, facilitators certified facilitators and that th that would give us opportunity to make this training more regional not so in Riga in one time in a year, but uh, maybe yeah, it could make more regional. Like Latvia is very small, but uh, <laughs> almost um, sometimes it is hard to find place where to stay and then be from from families or different yeah things. So yeah. Sure. Oh. What else? Um, well, other your vision, your dream for going forward with this in that area. Well, just to just to um, be in awe of my Latvian sisters and uh, and just to <laughs> pray for them and um, facilitate together with them when and if I'm needed there. So that's that's my role now. Mm -hmm. What do you hope to see happen across the region of the, the Baltic states or beyond? You know, I think in these almost 10 years of, of this training happening, I, I really am learning that I can have some ideas, but God is the one putting his dreams and ideas in the hearts of, of his women. Uh, so I love that it's um, probably moving into Russian language um, for those women. I love that Lutherans are getting involved and I just see God's hand in all that. And um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how it progresses from here. And I do really um, think there's huge value if it goes regionally. I remember when my husband and I lived in a, a more remote part of Latvia and a lot of, a lot of women were, um, you know, they might have one cow at home or in the winter they've, they've got to be home to um, put the wood in the furnace to keep, keep their homes warm and the water pipes from freezing. So a lot of people in that part of the country where we lived could not get away to Riga very easily. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I guess my, my personal dream would be to see it go regionally so that more people further out in the countryside, further away from the capital would be able to also benefit. Mm -hmm. from this training for them and for their local churches. 
Oh, and, you know, a bigger overall dream is for men that God would provide some men to, um, to also promote and facilitate this training for other men and for co-ed groups. And that, you know, maybe one day we'd be able to offer it to the men of Latvia. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, then any, uh, someone's listening right now and they're like, boy, I want in on some of this, or I have a heart for a woman investing in a woman, or um, what, what is any advice you might offer to someone who's hungry for this, or would love to be part of something like this, or start something like this where they are? Uh, any what thoughts would you like to leave people with contact us and take a course (laughs) just start Um, we offer it in English online uh, usually once a year and um, Lasma mentioned the Euro hub that happens now in Hungary and at that place in March every year it's offered in English language for all nationalities and course in quite a number of American cities and once in a while here in Manitoba so check out we have an excellent website check it out and um, look for a training near you I would say if something touched your heart then uh, you can know that Holy Spirit is guiding you in truth and uh, and this is truth that uh what is our work that we need to equip the leaders and disciples and uh, and I would say start small you don't need to start big you can start small and also in Latvia we start seven we were seven and in the next year in uh, DDH course we were four and we could sort all is it okay or maybe no, but just be faithful with you, what you receive from Lord and, and you could see the, the very nice fruits after all. And uh, if you would be faithful as he is and he guides and, and he provides with all things what, what you would need. And, uh, and what we previous talked, yes, um, just rely to God's plans, not your plans and not your calculations and things uh, which you see, oh, it would need be in this way. But no, um, maybe God has uh, something different. So just start small and dream big. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thanks to both of you so much. How do we say thank you in Latvian? Paul Dias. Okay, and how do we say, see you next time? Tiksimies nākošreiz. Okay. It's a little bit difficult for you, I think. Well, for me, yes. Mo knows all these things. um, Well, bless you both. Thank you, Lasma. Thank you, Mo, for sharing your hearts and opening your hearts. And uh, it's been just delightful to hear you sharing all of these stories and lessons along the way. Mo and Lazma, a Canadian and a Latvian, combining their spiritual gifts to invest in women from across Latvia, helping each one find her voice and become a confident leader in her local church. Please make sure you've subscribed to this podcast and share it widely. We want to encourage and equip you as you in turn invest in people around you as leaders in Jesus' kingdom. 
As you pray for, give to, and work with and trust, you're part of it all. Visit our website at www.entrust4.org. That link is in your show notes. See you next time on Entrust Equipping Leaders. Mm-hmm.